This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's start a new week on the podcast. His name is Al, my name is Jerry, and you are the listener. It's nice to have you with us. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to first share with you, a uh, thing I watched. I have two items that I want to share with you that I watched. Uh, Jerry, if you have some time, uh, there's this great new documentary on Netflix. <laughs> well, this one, I actually had a had to rent this this one I oh, wow. because I heard the guest on Joe Rogan. Okay. And it was a guy who did a, a documentary about a UFO situation that happened in Brazil in 1996. And, it, and the guy was very intriguing. He was kind of all over the place on the podcast, so it was a little confusing. But I was like, you know what? I'm interested enough to watch this documentary, so I rented it on Friday night. Where'd you rent it on? Uh, Amazon. You can rent it on Amazon, Apple, wherever you can rent movies. And uh, it was kind of intriguing. You know, that supposedly a, a UFO uh, crashed in Brazil, in a town in Brazil in 1996. So to be clear, not aliens but an unidentified flying object. But here's that with aliens because oh. uh, two aliens were captured and supposedly well, one of the aliens was, or both of the aliens were then picked up by the U S uh, air force and took them back to the United States. But so Jerry, so many people, because a lot of people are clearly still alive from 1996. There are so many people that this guy talked to that still live in the town. Where are the articles about it? Well, there actually are. Well, back in 1996, there were articles about it. With photos of the aliens. No, we don't have any. We don't have photos of the aliens because they were whisked away immediately. So the Air Force knew that this thing was going to hit Earth. No, no, no. The Air Force, I think, came in after they, 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 it was, it was running around Brazil, these two injured aliens for six days. It was hiding in Brazil and three sisters, three girls saw the injured alien. One of the guys who apprehended an alien to take him to the hospital where they were going to check out to see what the hell this was, the guy died from whatever was on his hands. So a guy did die. Terrible. There's just It's weird because multiple people have a story and like people that are credible. So uh, cardiologists, people working in the hospital, uh, eyewitnesses. So how how did this not explode into a massive worldwide global story? Um, I don't know. I think we were still like now it's now UFO stuff is becoming more acceptable to be discussed in the mainstream media. But I think prior to this, like the New York Times now will will print UFO stories. They For sure. they were not doing that in the 90s. I don't know about that. I, I feel like people were worried about UFOs and aliens since the 1920s. 
Right, people have, but the you know stuck up New York Times, they're not going to lower themselves. The Brazil Times wouldn't write about it. The, in the Brazil, it was written and about no every day. No one picked it up. UPI associated. That I don't know. I mean, you're talking about the days of Imus. Yeah. The the and the the AP feed coming over the wire. This they might have been did not become st- big news. I, they didn't believe the Brazilians. It was a small town in Brazil, but it was it was pretty compelling when you hear from a large number of people who had the same experience. There's not many of them. Right. There's that this case, which I didn't even know about in Brazil until I watched this documentary and listened to the guy on Joe Rogan. And the Zimbabwe uh, school mm-hmm. children, which there's a guy who works at Barstool who was one of the Zimbabwe school children that day, as crazy as that sounds. So a why kid are from, we not panicked? I don't know. But here's the thing, like, Eddie's fascinated by UFOs. When we were shooting down uh, UFOs, like, two months ago, I asked Eddie about it. He was like, yeah, I I saw something. Like, if he's not interested, people are just bored with it, I guess. We're so burned out on the news that nothing nothing matters anymore. Because that is a threat to our way of life. Well, we just... civilization. Just this past week, a... Current, I believe he's a current uh, high-ranking military official, said we are in danger of coming into contact with something. Well, when did he say this? Was I, didn't, I was just not in the headlines. Of course. How is that not a front-page story I can, somewhere? I'm going to find it for you while we're talking here. Because this is what I mean. No one can, Like, the news cycle is so... If it doesn't have to do with Biden or Trump, no one cares. No, I don't think anybody cares about that either anymore. I don't know. Well, based on what the... Uh, um, here's what I'm going to type in. UFOs. I'm just going to type in UFO and go to news. Going to go right to the right to news, Jerry. Uh, Google wants to know your location. Get lost, Google. <laughs> Get lost, Google. Google ain't getting lost. Google's running our lives. Uh, no, I can't find it. Can't, uh, no, I can't find it. I don't know, Jerry. Like, all right, just, you, you yeah. just... Forget the headline in the news. You just put in UFO yeah. and search the news, and it doesn't come up. Yeah, uh, yeah. I gotta figure. I gotta find out what it is. UFO uh, danger. All right, I'm gonna put in aliens okay. and hit news. All right, Jerry. I have scientists say aliens could contact us as soon as 2029. Okay, that's this from something I mean. called Sci-Fi Daily. Well, see, I need something a little more. All right, the Daily Mail has the same thing. A study suggests most people living today will one day hear news that alien life has been found. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here we go. The events continued to occur in restricted or sensitive airspace, highlighting possible concerns for safety of flight or adversary collection activity, the officer of the director of national intelligence said. They out there, Jerry. I'm not saying they're not. Here's what I know. I just want to know why now. When you when you when I saw the videos, well, it's not just now that they've been here. We've been getting visited for a long time. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it goes back and back and back. There, I suppose. I want to see photos. Well, and that's the the other thing. You talk to these UFO guys that Joe Rogan has on. They all tell you that they've been told that the government has 4K pictures. And that and they're it's afraid, never gotten out. That they're afraid we're all going to freak out. I and, would say that's probably fair. And supposedly they have, you know, from our all of our satellites in the sky, 
that the the satellite imagery is crystal clear is what they're saying. So why are you not freaked out about this? Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm freaked out about everything. I don't know what else I can be freaked out about. This is aliens. I know, but I'm with you. I need to see these stories. Like people, these people in Brazil, the the kids at the Zimbabwe school, they experienced something supernatural. What it was, we don't know. All right, but it was interesting. I was just saying it was interesting, and they and they and they went and talked to the people. So there was there were video interviews from '96. And then they talked to those same people in 2021, uh, I think, is when he recorded, when he did the, the movie. But it's called, uh, if someone's looking for it, Moment of Contact. Alrighty. It's pretty interesting. So I watched that. Then there's a new Netflix uh, documentary series, very similar to, you know, we saw those reality shows of like the the um, the pawn place in uh, like Detroit. It's like yeah. the pawn shops. And, yeah. This one's about the place that's actually in New Jersey called Golden Auctions, and it's uh, they deal in uh, mostly sports memorabilia. No, this the, I saw this. I saw that trailer for this. You saw a trailer? Yeah. yeah. I watched the first episode yesterday. It's pretty good. There's some clearly acting in it by the non-actors mm-hmm. who are part of the reality show, but it's interesting how they go about trying to get these auctions, verify these, um, these, this sports memorabilia. Right. And then what? How they decide what they're going to charge for it? There was one about like uh, Jackie Robinson uh, jersey. The jersey I saw that yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. Did they show the blood in it? Mm, no, the trailer. I think at that point in the trailer, I got bored. Yeah. I saw them show the label and his name. Yes. I think that's when I turned it off. Well, there's like supposedly one in like the back color. They go, see that? That's a that's a um, that's dried blood. That's Jackie Robinson's blood. Yeah. That's gonna go for ten million dollars. Well, I'm sure if someone's willing to pay it. I think it got up to $7.5 million. Okay. But, um, yeah, people had, like, Beanie Babies. and I don't know. I'm, I think I'm still going to watch the series for a couple of reasons. It's short. They're, like, 30 minutes long. And I got nothing else to watch right now. <laughs> Go watch the Mets and Braves today. Oh, they start too late. 1 o'clock. <laughs> 1 p.m. I'm not, I watch, you know, when I watch television, uh, from seven to seven thirty. that's it. That's my TV watching okay. time. Well, you can watch the Yankees for a half hour. Yeah, I could watch the Yankees for a half hour, but that's not going to really get me anywhere. I'm going to have to watch <laughs> it in the morning anyway on replay, uh, fast forward, uh, boy, this, I could get a full thing in. Right. Yeah. Boy, what competition there is now for our eyes there and ears. There's a lot. There's a there ton. There's a lot. You haven't even brought up YouTube yet. Right. I mean, YouTube is unbelievable. An incredible amount of stuff. Billions of of choices. Uh, So another thing about, so you you know, we joke uh, in the warm-up show that's coming up that I don't have any, like, I can't watch ABC, CBS, none of those things. Right. So Bruce Springsteen was interviewed on CBS Sunday morning. Oh, was he really? Yeah. And... They put it right up on their website. Yeah, they're great with the YouTube stuff. I'd say within an hour, they put the stuff yeah, up. Yeah, it was really good. It was a 10-minute piece. And usually on YouTube, you get more than what they show on TV. Oh, really? They usually put the full interview up. TV, they give you as much as they can, but it's time-restricted. Yeah. And then YouTube, they give you even like 60 minutes when they do these pieces. If you watch it online, you get much more than they show you on television. Because they edit it, right? They have so much footage. But I guess they put it up there because they were free over-the-air TV station. Oh, sure. And the other ones wouldn't do that. 
Like if something was on, you know, I don't know. I can't even think of a channel Yeah, but anymore. at the same time, like they don't, like when CBS airs Blue Bloods, once it airs, they don't put it on YouTube. Yeah, right. That's something they're going to sell the rights to a streaming company. Right. I don't know why these. Paramount it, Plus, right. It's funny. It's like we talk about this when shows go into syndication and all of a sudden they make a boatload for reruns or stuff like that or or whatever. And Craig used to say this too, like, we give you four hours of content on TV every day. But then once the show's over, it's over. Like, you yeah. can't do anything with it. Whereas a 30-minute show where they make 26 episodes, you can get paid for the rest of your life. Right. Which is really funny. I know. When you do, like, a topical either TV show or it's gone. radio show, it is gone. Yeah, it's bizarre. I remember even, like, I used to collect Howard Stern tapes. Okay. Like my mother used to tape Howard Stern for me when I was living in Indiana and Florida. He yeah. wasn't on in those markets. And she sent me all these tapes and I just had all of these Howard Stern cassettes. And then, you know, I would play them a lot when I got them. I might play it. I might listen to a cassette twice in the week, mm-hmm. the same cassette because I really enjoyed it. And then I saved all these cassettes. And then I remember when Howard Stern went to Satellite, they're like, oh, we're going to play the best of Stern on the one channel. I was like, this is going to be the greatest. It loses something. When, when it's, it's not in the moment. Yeah, when it's played outside of the moment. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, and I did not think... I would I would have thought I'd have been glued to that Howard Stern channel. Yeah. for Like, that's all I would spend my waking hours doing. But it just didn't do it for me. There's something about something being alive. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I, I Even watching TV, it sounds goofy, but even watching the news or watching TV with commercials and feeling like someone can break in and, and bring you, break, that the aliens have arrived. Yes. As opposed to streaming something where you're just watching a movie and that like that's it. And you're kind of closed off to the outside world. There's something about it being live and happening now. And I think the same with the radio shows. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. You know, a Boomer and Geo show from last April, if we put it on tomorrow, people are like, what the hell is this? What do you mean the Rangers and the Penguins, huh? Well, even like with the Howard Stern stuff, you can think of all, or Imus, you, if you were an Imus listener, you yeah. can think of all the great moments and things. But there were probably multiple full four-hour shows in a row where nothing really happened. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it's like... I do, sure. It's not so great. Not to go back and listen right. to it. Right. At the time, it's still good, but it's not like... But to replay it, like, eh. Yeah. Because you have certain memories of these crazy bits that happened, but they're surrounded by hours and hours and hours of other stuff that's yeah. that wasn't special. Correct. Everything can't be special. There's no way. It can't way. be, right. There's no way. Yeah. There are some segments you just got to get through. Yes. And sometimes that happens multiple times in a show. Right. Very true. Yeah. Best ofs have gone by the wayside. I did yeah. see, it's interesting. This is a little radio talk, sorry. I did see Barrett Sports Media put out the sports radio ratings across the country. Oh, really? From the big markets. Not every, but the big markets. In several of them, they've got morning shows where they show you the ratings, what their rating is from six to nine, and then they'll give you the nine to noon rating and then tell you, 9 to 10 is a replay of hour one from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Oh, really? And then 10 o'clock starts a new show with two new hosts. Interesting. That's what I always wanted to do here. Do three hours and replay 6 o'clock at 9. Yeah. Or do two really good hours and replay them from 8 to 10. 
Yeah, I mean, if based on if, if the notion is that people don't listen for longer than 20 minutes, 30 minutes at a time, it makes sense. But then you might, as you're saying, as we sit here saying, there is something for it being live. Oh, I agree. You know? I agree. Something happens. I mean, yes, you can break in on a show like that and I can turn my mic on, but your guys are gone. Right. You know, then what is it really? Which is why you're probably better off just making it a three-hour show and another three-hour show. And But I thought that was interesting. In a couple of cities, they had that, where it seemed like it was a taped hour from the show prior to lead into the new show. I also read an article on that same Barrett Sports Media today about uh, middle markets, you know, smaller cities and their sports radio and how they're going away. Mm. You know, not New York, Boston, Chicago, Dallas, all these large cities, but the smaller cities and how um, if they're not already all like uh, syndicated national programming. That's what's going to happen? Yeah, or they're just go away. Yeah. It's expensive. It's expensive to run it. And if you're not getting, you're really fighting hard for the advertising dollars now with podcasting, all sorts of streaming services. It's it's a tough sell. If you don't have the ratings and the amount of listeners to, I don't know. I, I don't, well, that's tough, man. It's bad enough you can't buy time anymore for like an up-and-coming broadcaster to get experience. You always oh, look for the smaller stations. Now if they start going away, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know what you tell kids anymore. Yeah, I don't either. But people told me not to do it 30 years ago. I'm not saying not ago. to do it. I mean in terms of a path, because it's been very good to me. I mean in terms of a path to get to where you want to go to. It used to be, you know, intern somewhere, buy some, do whatever, buy some time at a small station, get some experience, get your foot in the door, and then all of a sudden you got something on your resume, and then you start behind the scenes, and now you've, you're starting to build something. Without that one step... And places like us that don't even do internships. I I don't know what just you can't all of a sudden just go from college and say I'm gonna start working two PM to six PM in New York City and there's no small stations to go work for then. So right. where do you go? And saying do a podcast to who's hearing it? I there's too many of them. Don't they're, know, they're, right? They're, exactly. It's too crowded. It's uh it's a difficult question to answer right yeah. now. Yeah, it's right. When when someone asks, yes. so what do you recommend? I don't know. Right. For an incredibly popular field of work for people. Right. Not easy. No, it is not easy, Jerry. Um, I want to shout out, I had a very nice Lyft driver. But I got home on, I got woke up Sunday morning, pounding headache, miserable, my fault, drank too many Heinekens, like a dummy. So I was like, I got to get home as soon as possible. Sure. I don't want to take the train or take the ferry. So I, I was going to order a Lyft I use Lyft over Uber just mm-hmm. because in the beginning, Lyft used to have nicer cars than Uber. Now that's just gone. It's all the same window. now, but you're co- you like Lyft. All I, good. I, I like that app. Yeah. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to get a large, because nowadays you don't know what they show up in. Right. They show up in the tiniest beat up cars. Yeah. yeah Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Or, or, or whatever is even less than the Corolla. Uh, so this one I saw for like three, legitimately $3 more. It was uh, extra large Lyft. Okay. I said, oh, I'm going to try this. And the, the guy showed up in a some sort of Toyota. Uh, had bucket seats in the back. Nice. It was like nice. a Highlander or something? Yeah, something like that, but it's a hybrid model. And the guy was so nice, it renewed my faith in the Lyft drive. There you go. Because uh, what I, here's what I was expecting. The car is going to smell like weed. 
the guy's going to be bumping hip hop music and it's going to just be miserable. Got in there. The car did not smell like weed. He was playing soft sounds music, like soft, like, yeah. like you could go to sleep to. Then we get all the way down to Bradley Beach. It was a long drive in the pouring yes. rain. Yeah. So he drops me off and he's still hanging out in front of my house. And I guess in my head, I say he's probably waiting for another ride to maybe go back up north, make it make it worth it. But he got out of his car with towels and was cleaning the outside of his car to keep it looking good. How about that? I was like, this guy is into it's it. The guy that cares about what he's doing. Loved it. Absolutely. Yep. Really nice. He had waters in the car. Like, oh, he went old school Lyft driver. Yeah. I was just, I was like, man, if I ever got rich, I hire this guy to be my your driver. My driver. I like it. Which I always wanted to have a driver. Too. I know. More so than a chef. That's starting to fizzle. That dream. Being um, having a driver, multimillionaire. Yeah. Yeah. Getting up there in age. Yeah. No, you're right. At some point, if we don't get a big break. Yeah. That dream's gonna die. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the dream. I could probably be somebody's driver. <laughs> no, that's right? not what you want. <laughs> You want a driver. You don't want to drive. Yeah, I don't want to drive. <laughs> That's actually very <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> so that was nice. Then I was like catching my look in some of these photos from the night. Yeah. Man, I look old now in photos. You think so? Yeah, it's it's hitting me. Really? And I don't know what I know the com I know the glasses up to my age. Okay. But I can't figure out how to put these contacts in Have you, let me ask you this. Yeah. Have you compared your photo? So the booming celebration has been going on for years. Yeah. Have you looked at a picture from 10 years ago to now? Yes. Oh, for sure. Well, I have some looks, hanging on my uh, refrigerator from where we did so like the photo looks, booths. What looks different I to you think, I think, I really think the glasses. Okay. Oh, you didn't have glasses I on I didn't have glasses on oh, those. Like, I've only been wearing glasses four years maybe. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the glasses. Then I'm still not sure what I'm doing with my facial hair, and if that's oh, well, facial hair make you look older for sure. It does, right? Hundred percent, it does. There's not yeah. even a question about it. When you're when you're scruffy as opposed to clean shaven, yeah, yeah, of course, you look older. Yeah. So that might be doing it. Maybe I got to go uh, a clean shave. Yes. But then I look. Then I feel like I'm a cue ball. Well, with you are. glasses. Yes. Then I look like the guy from those great adventure commercials. Why don't you go get your head tattooed like Billy? <laughs> <laughs> then you have to worry about that. Yeah. You'll always have some sort of a of a of a shadow up there, and you won't look like a cue ball. Yeah, or go jet black. Mm. <laughs> Shoe polish right on my right. head. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's the facial hair. I think that's part of it. So the glasses and the facial hair are two things that weren't in those photos from ten years ago, right? Because you're probably thinner now, mm-hmm. which takes years away too from your look. Well, thin with facial hair, you look like a scraggly guy. Yeah. Right. Like facial hair is good for bigger guys. Eh, I suppose. Who are like mountain men. Manly men. Manly men. Like Eddie. Yeah. It's a manly man. So maybe I do that. Maybe I just uh, sh- sh- trim up. Because I would be curious if you if you did the side by side in that case. In that did you have hair ten years ago? No. Okay, so Shaved if you hair. were so so then that's the side by side you need to see. Yeah, like so, like when I, in my previous pictures from Booming Celebration, Sydney's wedding, like mm-hmm. where they had like a cool photo booth. Yeah, and you take the pictures. Those are the pictures that I would then hang on the fridge. I've bald, no facial hair. Right. That's what you need to compare it to. Okay. What about even with Sydney's wedding? Was it four years ago now? 
That was pre-pandemic, correct? Yes. Right before it was at the night 2019 summer right before it? Uh, yes, I would think so. So if you looked at a 2019 photo and compare it to like a 2011 photo, that's what you should, because yeah. that's it. That's your comparison right there. Right. Clean shaven, dressed up, look good, no glasses. Or did you have glasses in 2019 for her wedding? No, I did not have glasses. So there you go. There's your comp. Did not have the glasses. That's it. Freaking glasses, Jerry. Freaking glasses. Piss me off. I know. I know. Hmm. That's what I would do. Okay. I do like looking at, like I do it with the kids a lot. And, you know, Joseph was here last week and I, it's, um, if I wasn't heavy like I am right now, I'd love to see what I'd look like. Because the only thing I notice in those photographs from when he was, he's 13 now, when he was four, when he was here the first time, the only thing I notice, my face is fat, fatter than it was. I'd like to, I'd love to be the same weight and see what it would look like. My hair is, I keep my hair so short. I think if I grew my hair out, I'd be gray. But because I do the way I cut it, it still kind of kept its color a yeah. little bit to a certain extent. But that, that I would allow it, I like to say. But I can't. So yeah. I lose 30 pounds. Yeah, the other thing too, when you're looking at facial hair, much like the growing out of the hair, it, it gets uh, a little grayish, yes. a little whitish right Correct. here as it gets longer. Right in the chin. Yeah, right in the Absolutely. chinny, chin, chin. Yep, I see that when I don't shave for four or five days. Yeah. Yes, I see that. And it's obvious. I could have a white, I could probably grow a white beard. Really? Yes, I think so. I think if I let it go, it'd be mostly gray. Right, with black hair. What I a weird look that. that would be. That I'm not doing. That'd be a strange look for you. Yeah, I'm out on that. <laughs> no thanks. Plus, do I want a beard in the summer? Probably not. I no. like a facial hair. Who like the hell wants a beard in the no summer? One. It's warm. No, it is warm. You don't. That's a winter thing. Yeah. That's a winter That's like thing. winter bush. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, Al. For your face. I suppose. I also saw over the weekend uh, Bruce Springsteen was playing in Barcelona. He okay. went. He is went that where Tom season. Hanks was rocking yeah, out? Yeah, Tom Hanks was. By the rocking way, out. knew all the words to the songs. Yeah, it's pretty good. He's is that a Rita? Big fan. What's her name? Rita Wilson. She's sitting there videoing him. Yeah. I thought that was weird. Yeah, he was having a good time for himself. He was having a blast. But he pulled a move he could only have pulled overseas, and not in the United States because we're very political here mm-hmm. in the United States. Well, first uh, there were pictures were out that. Uh, out to dinner, they went out to dinner in Barcelona, was Bruce and his wife, Patty, Obama and Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. um, Steven Spielberg and his wife, I forget her name. But the other, the first night in Barcelona, during glory days, he invited Michelle Obama oh, to, you know the words, to right? come out and sing backup. Yeah. That would have been a disaster yes, in the United States. I know. I mean, no matter who, you pull out Melania Trump to come out and say the same thing. Course, it would have been a disaster. Course. Oh, absolutely. But overseas, no I guess everything's, no one cares as much. No one cares. No They're one seeing cares. Bruce. Right. Because I don't think anyone overseas cares about the Obamas. Right. I mean, there are guys. Right. There are our president. In Barcelona, pre- they care. Presidential people. We have the Barcelonian president here. Do you think we care? <laughs> no. That's a great point. I mean, I know the free world. America rules. I get it. Yeah, America rules. We're ruling the free world. Yeah. We're like Neil Young, rocking in the free world, Jerry. Correct. You see what went on in Haiti? What happened there? So I guess guess there's gangs running rampant. Oh, is that right? So they captured a bunch of them, and somehow the residents got hold of them, and they murdered them and burned them. The gang members? Yeah. Wow. Like the res, like just. 
citizens and they're calling it like self-defense and you want to come attack us when we get you we're attacking you right back i mean it's crazy damn i saw some video before like oh my and you it's like it's moments like that you sit there and realize how good we have it here i'm like my lord this is like dated his video of like you know a mom running around with her two three-year-olds in the streets with gunfire going like what the hell Hey, but listen, we've had some crazy times over here, too, just a couple summers ago. I think that's the norm. That's the norm I think over that's there. how they live every day. Yeah. Well, I know we've good. had some crazy times. No question. Our crazy times are their times. Got it. Right. This is out of the ordinary for us. Yes. More normal over there. Yes. Well, the citizens are fighting back. You got to like that. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen, if you're being terrorized, I all for it. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Pretty wild, though. I hope the aliens don't land there in Haiti. There's a lot going on there. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Maybe that's where they should go. Yeah. Take care of the uh, the the, mob, the, uh, the gangs. You're right, though. Why isn't there any photos of those aliens if they were running around Brazil? It was 1996. It was 1915. Didn't, right. We didn't have phones. Did digital cameras, though. We did have digital cameras. Yes, I think in Brazil, they're a modern society. Of course they are. Yeah. Not a third world country. Right. Not at all. Very modern. They also said the aliens smelled very badly. Okay. Like um, ammonia. I, ju- I just. You're uh, like Neil deGrasse, DeGrasse Tyson. I just. I don't, Give me the photographs. Right. Just show me something. Yeah. There's nothing but question marks. And in this day and age where everything gets leaked, you're going to tell me not one alien file has been leaked. Come on. I'm not even saying photographs. I'm saying like right. files. Who's that guy? WikiLeaks. I mean, WikiLeaks. Yeah, took in, He didn't find that stuff. Come on, WikiLeaks. Let's Come on. go. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, Julian it's too Assange convenient. was his I name. Yeah. I think he was dating Pam Anderson for a little while. The WikiLeaks guy. Yeah, you might be right. I yeah. Don't know. Who knows? I stopped watching that. That uh, I didn't watch the end of that. You didn't finish it? No. You got bored? No. If I don't finish something like that when I'm watching it, it's hard for me to go back to it. It's hard finding time to watch anything. Now, this weekend would have been a good time to watch something. Nothing intrigued me, though. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a weird spot with the streaming. There's not a lot of, like, really exciting no. things going on, which no. is how I ended up watching Golden Auctions, which I'm really not interested in. But Better than Golden Showers. <laughs> sure is, Jerry. Or did you actually watch a little of that, too? I did not watch Golden Showers. <laughs> <laughs> I do not understand Golden Showers. That's the one thing. Like, some of these fetishes I do not understand. That's one of them. <laughs> which one do you understand? Uh, well, I've heard about the foot fetish one, and it's been explained to me, so I kind of uh, could understand where that comes from. Okay. They say uh, that the child is crawling around on the floor as a young child, their mother's in bare feet, they find comfort in the bare feet, and then somehow it turns into sexualizing feet. At least I see a path of where that could have occurred. <laughs> the golden showers, I'm not sure where that's coming from. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yes. Yeah. I have no idea why that's a thing. Right. I also don't understand why someone likes to get, like, attacked with a paddle. <laughs> yes, smacked up, spanked with a paddle. Yeah. You ever see these videos where, like, they have shows, especially, like, these murder shows, you know, dramas, not documentaries, <laughs> where they'll uncover the truth and this very, you know, esteemed man in his spare time dresses up in a dog collar and a thong and gets his ass kicked by this dominatrix. <laughs> what? And they say oftentimes, like you said, is powerful men, like men who are very successful in their careers. 
Like, what the hell? Yeah. And probably have a family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you explain that? You hope you don't get caught. Hey, hon. <laughs> Got something to share with you. Yeah. You're not going to like it. I found a dog costume in your closet. <laughs> uh, cleaning it out. It seemed to be your size. <laughs> and it came with panties. <laughs> and there was semen. <laughs> Gross. My God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's some bizarre. Of some of them are weird. Yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show, will you? Yeah, let's do it. And we'll be back here Tuesday after a Devils-Rangers game seven. Any way that can end in a tie, Jerry? Please don't ask me that question. You're kidding, I hope, right? So! What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. I have breaking news for you. Uh-oh. The New York Jets have finalized the trade for Aaron Rodgers. What? It is done. Really? Aaron Rodgers is now a New York Jet. What up? When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. We do this and we start a new week. Perhaps the rain will stop for a couple of hours. Good to see you, the Eddie Scazzeri. And across from me, he has recovered from the weekend. His name is Al Josh Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. I had uh, a lot of heinies the, uh, Saturday night. You got lucky. And I mean beers. Oh, okay, gotcha. May I tell you? I had a shot. I had a shot and a number of beers at this Boomer Size and Black Tie Yes, event. you did. I don't remember a lot of the night, which is not good for <laughs> No, beers. you black out. That's not good. Yeah, but I used to be black out from uh, vodka, which no, I stopped I know, drinking. Like, you don't remember. Like, I don't remember a lot, and I only had beers. This is weird. You did have a shot. Well, it was weird stuff, Jerry. I don't know. I'm not built for this anymore. Apparent, well, again, you weigh about 140 pounds. That's part of it, and you hadn't eaten all day. I woke up with a pound and headache. Uh, yeah, a Sunday morning. Needed ooh, to chug ooh. about twenty ounces of water before ooh, you went to bed. You didn't yeah. do that. No, I actually, did, I actually did think of you that, did. and I did, and I still. Wow, it still got me, Jerry. Ooh, that makes for a lousy those, Sunday morning. Yeah, I had one of those. Um, no more beers for me. No more. And then by Sunday afternoon, I was like, I could probably handle one. <laughs> Not today. Not yesterday. It's but Sunday. I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying like I was in the. I'm probably never having beers again. Oh, stop. Yeah. And then I got to like, for me, there's a fine line: one to two beers. Or more, and once I get or more, it's, it's a when, lot more. Yeah, and, and then my uh, it's just, was your it's head miserable. in the toilet? No, because that's usually where that never again comes from. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was just like my head was pounding. Yeah, when I woke up and I was in New York City, that's what. 
Yes, you were. That's just as much as having your head in the How toilet. How did I get here? Yeah, why am I in New York City? <laughs> get me out of here. Did you at least have a good Sunday watching the storms? <laughs> did not have a good Sunday oh either. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I kept getting Knicks updates. And every time I, uh, well, when I first tuned in, the Knicks were up. I was the, in the Knicks had a period. very good first quarter. I had a nice lead. I think they had a 12-point lead at one point. They did. They absolutely did. I thought they were going to run the heat out of the building. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is nice. Then I checked the halftime score. Yeah. It was a little more even. I actually watched this whole game. Then I put in the third quarter. I was like, what? Now they're losing? Did like, you put it on at all? Jerry, I don't have cable. It was on ABC. Don't have, uh, I don't have that either. Wow. But I was, uh, wa- l- wow. was getting all the updates. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. <laughs> you just... You literally just admitted that you can't watch Channel 7. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to get an antenna up on that condo roof. So you can't watch Devil's Rangers tonight? Devil's Rangers. Actually, you know what? I, I know it's funny. I think I do have the the NHL and NBA apps I could watch. So you could on. have watched the yes, game yesterday. I could have. You just chose not to. I, well, I, I chose to get updates instead. You know, I understand. Not watch. I wanted updates. It really it was a, it was a fun. And listen, you're a Nick fan. It wasn't fun, but. It was a good game. It was physical. Mm-hmm. They let them play. Um, you had guys killing each other on the court, and it was it was a pretty. I don't want to. I don't want to call it a throwback to the '90s. It wasn't that, but it was somewhere in between that and what modern day NBA basketball has become. I remember on uh, Friday when I right before we went on the air, I was listening to Pat Boyle show. Yeah. overnight, and he was wanting uh, blood on the floor. Is what he actually said. Well, I'll tell you what. There was enough contact where you might there have was. had some. Yeah. Okay. No, this was this was actually, it, 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 it amazes me that this is the same league that we watch crap in January. And then you watch them kill each other for 48 minutes like they did yesterday. Like, well, it was great. It really was. It was a good game. Well, we got to fix that then. How do we, we got to fix the they regular don't care. season. They I know, don't we, care until they I get mean. to the postseason. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's silly. I agree. So how do you expect to hook people? I don't know the answer to that. Because I will tell you, I've gotten, and we've discussed this many times, I am bored watching regular season NBA to where some days I don't want to watch it. This was awesome. It really was. I mean, it was was a good game. And like I said, the Garden, they they had to show everybody. They're showing Aaron Rodgers, who was at the hockey game the night before, was at the Garden again yesterday. Then poor Alan Lazard. They don't even mention, like, he's there in the shot. He barely gets a mention. Jerry, the first when I first saw when I woke up uh, Sunday morning and I saw that Aaron Rodgers was at the Ranger game, I'm like, are they ever going to tell us who that fella is? Yeah, that was Alan Lazard. I didn't know who he was. Yes. I'm like, okay, who's it? And then I see he's at the Knicks game. Yes. I'm like, okay, he's with the same guy. Who is this? Yeah, I know. Very disrespected. And then finally, one of the art because I went they, hunting for it. Yeah. One of the articles was was uh, Lazard. Well, you had the shot Saturday night. And a lot of the video where it was those two and Neil deGrasse Tyson was right there with them too. <laughs> so you had them. So this was yesterday. Were they now. sitting to get with each other? They were, I don't think so, but they, like, they were together. right next to one another. Okay. So yesterday you had those two again sitting at the Nick game. Um, of course, Spike Lee is always there, as you know. You also had, I'm trying to think from yesterday, Pan in the crowd. Chris Rock was sitting there. They kept showing Alonzo Mourning, Dwayne Wade. You had Ewing and um, uh, Starks were sitting baseline. They had meet the Fockers. What's that guy's name? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller was there. Uh, it was, you know, it was a who's who. Was Craig there patting uh, any of the players on the back? If he was, I didn't see him, mm-hmm. and ABC didn't show him. Okay. But he could have been. I don't know, though. You know what I liked about Aaron Rodgers, especially at the Ranger game? 
He didn't put a Ranger jersey on. That's because he's not a Ranger fan. Does he go to the game tonight? Uh, yes, because oh, where is that game? It's in, in Jersey. In he's Jersey. a single guy. Yeah, trying yeah. to get familiar. He's living in right in Jersey. Yes. probably I would think. Yeah, because here's why. You know, the Devils reached smartly. Probably reached out to him. Said, I would oh, think. I yeah, I think he's going. I think this uh, Lazard is also just uh, hopping on his back and taking all his free tickets. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to go by himself. He doesn't. Who wants to go to a game by themselves? Who do you think asked who? What do you mean? Oh, I think Aaron Rodgers asked him. Like Aaron Rodgers, that someone offered him to go to the game. And, I would think and so. He goes, uh, Lazard, do you want to go to the game with me? I would think first things he first things first. He probably checked in with his Jets people and mm-hmm. said, you know, I think I should go to the Ranger game tonight. How do I go about doing this? Or the Rangers reached out to him, and then you you need a friend. You got to go with someone. You got your pal on the team. Let's go. Do you think the other wide receivers are jealous that he got he went with Lazard both games? I don't. No. You don't? No, because I think be. that it's understood that he came from a place where that was his teammate and his friend. I'd be very jealous, Jerry. Think Zach Wilson's jealous? <laughs> no, I think Zach Wilson's happy to be off, <laughs> off the radar. You're probably right about that. So, yes, he had a whole bunch of people yesterday at the Garden. No Julius Randle, as we know. Um, I tell you, the Heat... A lot tougher. I, I know this is gonna sound terrible because I didn't watch them all year, but damn, a tough team. Like they were, they were down and could have really gotten blown out, and they just slowly, methodically worked their way back. And then in the fourth quarter, they were, they were out. They actually out. The Knicks out toughed them in the first half, and I thought the Heat out toughed them in the second half. What do you make? Uh, do you agree or disagree with Jalen Brunson saying of his performance today? I was horrific. Um, no, I don't agree. I think he right. did what a leader does. He stood up and took responsibility. He wasn't great. He wasn't terrible, though. I mean, he was... He finished with 25 points, which doesn't sound horrific. No, he wasn't horrific. He was He was, uh, He was. was average. He was fine. He wasn't his great self, I'll say that. Even though he had a 25 points, looking at the uh, stats, Jerry, missed seven of his first eight shots. Yeah, I understand. Except, but he, Yeah, it's not, except for the fact that R.J. Barrett made seven of his first eight. Oh, so it evened out. And they were winning. I mean, Good so point, Jerry. Yeah, it does even out. You know the problem? Not not the only problem, but one of the problems I thought in the fourth quarter, the Knicks were missing way too many free throws. Like Mitch, I mean, Mitchell Robinson shot an air ball. Allett was like a line drive that was below the rim. <laughs> It was awful. Did it doink off someone's head behind the basket? No, he just missed it. No, 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 not at all. But they missed too many free throws, and then Miami got too many offensive rebounds. And you had a big impact in this game? Kevin Love. Is that right? Now, you look at the box score, and you think I'm nuts if you didn't watch the game. Kevin Love made several big plays and huge, like, three-quarter court passes for easy baskets the other way. And I, Kevin Love looks like he's 90, but still had an impact in this game. Would you say that Kevin loves to make an impact in in uh, playoff games? And Gabe Vincent was really good too. Hit a bunch of big shots. Is this a fake player you're trying to swing past me, Jerry? Who's this? Gabe Vincent. You said no. It's not a fake player. Don't tell the whole. He audience, had twenty Jerry. points. Twenty points and hit a bunch of big threes. Gabe, a guy named Gabe. You're telling me is a professional basketball player. And a is that what you're really, trying to sell to and the a audience? really good one too? That's what you're trying to sell us this morning, Jerry. I, yes, like I we're am. a bunch of damn. Fools yes. over here. Yes. By the way, did you see how... Um, this is coming from a guy who can't watch ABC. <laughs> <laughs> I could if I put an antenna on my roof. You don't even Gabe need that. Gabe Athhouse. <laughs> yeah, what about Gabe Athhouse, Jerry? No, you, and you don't even need an antenna or something on you your do. roof. I'm you way just down put the it in the window. I don't think so. I think I've so. I've tried that. It does not no, work. No, you didn't try I it. I did try. We tried at Gina's house. It doesn't work. It does work. Then you're too far. We're too far, Jerry. We're in between Philly. We're too far from there. We're too far from the antennas in uh, New York City. 
about rabbit ears? They make new and improved rabbit ears now these days. They do. Just put a little tinfoil on top? Mike, no, you don't even need the tinfoil. Okay. And you can watch ABC. By the way, very bad job by ABC. I'm sure you've seen this, Jerry, that um, in yeah. one of their, um, I guess, the, what do you call those, B-shots, B-roll, where they, they show things going to commercial break? You know, we do it here on the yeah, CBS uh, Sports Network. During Boomer and Geo, we're going to break. We're coming back from break. We show you the skyline of New York City. And the assumption is all this stuff is always shot live or shot right then and there. But uh, they had a skyline of New York City with the World Trade Center. How does that get past? I mean, this is ABC. How does that get past so many people? This is why I boycott watching them, Jerry. They don't know what they're doing. You had no idea until you came in this morning. I did see that yesterday. You did. a bad job by them. Terrible. By the way, I have a friend, Jerry, her and her family, a number of years ago, went to the Yankees game in Baltimore. Okay. They still show them walking into the stadium on Yes when the Yankees are in Baltimore. Like, they have not changed their stock footage in years as well. I don't understand that. Yeah. Just go out and shoot a couple of things. It doesn't take much. Not to mention, yesterday was such a horrific weather day. It would have been good footage, actually, I would have thought. Uh, it's very odd. That's a bad job. It is a bad job. It's actually terrible. So when's game two, Jerry? Let me take a look Tomorrow. at my schedule. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. 7.30. You going to watch Gabe Vincent tomorrow night? <laughs> Gabe Vincent? I might give him a look. You might give him a look. I no, might you're give him not. A look, Jerry. That's actually a late start for me. You're not watching that. 7.30. Like, you didn't watch a 1 p.m. game. You're going to watch 7.30? Jerry, I was hungover from that Boomer event. Yeah, but it would have been great for you. You could have put it on TV. Well, all that squeaking of the sneakers and the douche, 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 douche of the, the dribbling. The squeaking of the. So it's funny you yeah. say that. We always talk about when you walk into a baseball stadium for the first time, oh. the smell, the the, yes. the green grass. It's just it's it's one of those things. As a child, you love it, and even as an adult, depending upon what stadium you're at, you can still have that childlike feel. I will tell you that. When you go to a basketball arena for the first time, an NBA arena, that squeak of the sneaker is awesome. Yeah, I remember even as a kid going to watch Rutgers when they played at – no, going to see the Nets when they played at in New Brunswick. Right. And just even that, like, yeah, yeah that's It that's really awesome. is cool. Yeah. The squeaking of the sneakers your first time. And even hearing that ball bouncing on a court. Yeah. And right. You know what? That gets underrated. We always think of the baseball field and the smells mm-hmm. and the coming up the tunnel. You're right. The basketball same thing, same deal. It absolutely is, and I you can make that case for hockey too. The chill in the air in the arena with the ice. I mean, they all have their you know different types of feel, and even football, the the monstrosity of the stadium. Yeah, it's all kind of cool. All great experiences. Yes, that uh, if you're a sports fan, you love. Two other quick um, NBA notes, Jerry. Okay, uh, one we're gonna get. Uh, LeBron versus Steph Curry. Lakers Warriors. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. And Jack Nicholson, who hadn't been to a Laker game in a very long time, rolled up uh, in that game where they clinched. Uh, Eighty six years old now. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. You know, I didn't know. Born in Neptune. Yes, I did not know Neptune, that. Neptune, New Jersey. Jay. I also didn't realize uh, Danny DeVito because mm-hmm. I wanted to see how old Jack Nicholson was. Yeah. Danny DeVito is now, and you see him on the Jersey Mike's commercials. Yeah. He looks great. How old is he? 78. Damn. How about that? That's pretty good. That is pretty good. So, And I thought Jack Nicholson looked good. Yes. 86, I thought he looked outstanding. Yeah. Better than when they were just like trying to take pictures of him when he just rolled out of bed and, and went to his balcony, and they were like, look at this old guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, his hair was a little disheveled. Yes. But he's 86, who gives a crap. Exactly. 
So that was neat to see. But yeah, him, that though. was cool to see. That's like old school, Jerry. I love to see um, Jack Nicholson and Larry David at the, the uh, Lakers game. You think we'll see Jack play. Nicholson now against the Warriors? I do. I do too. That's a great. That should be a great series. Yeah. So you got a bunch. It's weird with all these higher seeds playing. Now I know the Warriors are not a. They're. I know they're a six, but they're the Warriors. But the Lakers are what a seven. You got the Heat are an eight. The Knicks are a five. It's pretty wild, actually. Yeah, I like it, Jerry. This is called breaking down the NBA playoffs. Wide. Oh, and then you got uh, now these aren't these are the lower seeds, of yeah. course. You got the Knicks and the uh, not Knicks, the 76ers and the Celtics tonight. Also, a long time uh, 1980s rivalry, Jerry. Sure, and Joel Embiid a little banged up. Oh, is that right? Well, he got hurt in the Nets series, didn't play in game four, and now they're saying it's possible he might not play tonight. And when will we learn about Julius Randle's situation? Uh, I would imagine if Tibbs talks today, he'll tell us something. He's not. He's going to be like, well, we'll see how it goes. Well, you're asking. Then you'll have to tune in tomorrow night to find out, I would suppose. Or shoot around tomorrow, Tuesday, if right. they have one. Well, that might be a good indication of if he's playing or not. Are all of these Knicks heat games on ABC? Or are they Don't know the answer to that. Them around? I would think some of them are on ESPN, here. I would think. I'm going to Google that. I would think some are in ESPN. Knicks heat series. Schedule. Yeah, okay. As you do that, it's I'm going to say ESPN Jerry. tomorrow night. ESPN. Right. That's what you're going to say? ESPN? Uh, TNT tomorrow night. Oh, okay. So maybe so we'll get either Kevin Harlan or maybe we'll get Ian. Love Ian. I don't Love know Kevin who's doing that game. Yeah. How about that? And Mike Breen did the Warriors and um, Kings yesterday. Oh, was that right? He did. That's why we got Mark Jones and, and um, Doris Burke. Oh, okay. Yesterday at the Garden. For Heat uh, Knicks. Correct. So lots of uh, different announcers moving and shaking. Good. I like it. They're on a bunch of different channels, bunch of different announcers. Let's confuse the audience. Let's go, people. When we come back, more on this, plus the Yankees sort of played a series in Texas, if that's what you want to call. Mets and Braves have been playing since Friday. We got a lot more to do. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. You know what I saw a commercial for? Who's the lead singer of Cinderella? I don't know. I, I think his band, it's his new band, is Tori. Whoever that guy is. The lead singer of Cinderella, you're telling me. I'm almost certain of it that he saw. So He better be calling himself the lead singer of Cinderella because no one's going to know his name. So as you now know, I took the Staten Island Ferry into Manhattan Saturday night. Yeah. So I saw all these billboards for the St. George's Theater in Staten Island. And so... Who's the guy I went to see in Atlantic City? The comedian from uh, Deal or No Deal? Howie, Howie Mandel. Mandel. So, like, he's playing there. And then I'm pretty sure, I could be confusing this with somewhere else, but I thought I saw a billboard for Cinderella's Blink Band live. <laughs> I figured it'd be right up your alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jerry. I love Cinderella. Let's see. A couple songs I like. They had that one record I was Tom into. Kiefer. Okay. That does sound about right. It was Tom Kiefer's band. All right. He better, he better call it something Cinderella. To draw the, just call yourself, you're Cinderella. The lead singer is the band. Correct. 99% of the time. Occasionally it's not. So this is how it goes. It goes, Cinderella's Tom Kiefer. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to go see him, I do believe that he is going to be in Staten Island. Who's opening for him? Steven Percy, the lead singer of Rat. If you really want to know the answer to that, I'll be yeah. happy to tell you. Please um, do, Jerry. Could be a heavy, an 80s metal band evening for me winger winger kip winger <laughs> for real 
June 21st at the St. George Theater. Perfect. It That's is a nice night. Tom Kiefer's band with winger opening. Know what I would call my band if I was Tom Kiefer? I'd call my band Kiefer Sutherland. Just play on words, get people in. Confuse some people, Jerry. <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> By the way, did you see the Rangers had a nice win Saturday night while yeah, we were busy up. partying it up in yeah, uh, New York City? Yeah. Now, the what was it, 5 2. So, uh, Lindy Ruff, Jerry, he says he knows who will be starting in goal tonight for the Devils, but, quote, just not telling you. Yeah, we all know. Akira who do you Schmidt? know who it is? It's got, you have to. You, you have, have to, right? It has to be because the series turned when they put him in. Right. And, you know, watching the highlights, because obviously I was out like you were Saturday night, watching the highlights, I don't know that I blame him for any bad go. It's just whatever. It was a bad night. You move on. Let's go. Here we go. Game seven. Right. Normally, I think you pull the goalie out uh, and switch it up if you lose two straight. Yeah, well, if you lose two straight, you can switch it up till next season. That would be, uh, yeah. That's the way that goes. That'd be the move, I guess. Yes, exactly. All right. So that game is tonight. Eight o'clock, Jerry. At yeah. The Rock. This is a tough one for me. I got to watch this game on a tablet at Cornhole. <laughs> a tablet. Yeah, I love a good. Yeah. I love watching sports on a tablet. Uh, I do. I don't too, mind it at all. This is one I actually would like to be just home in front of the big screen. Yeah. But it is what it is. It's no big deal. It's fine. And uh, you have well, you have a feel for this evening's game. No, I don't. I really no don't. Feel. I have no idea. If you told me the Rangers look like the Rangers in the power play in games one and two, I would say got it. If you told me the Devils dominate them and fly all over the ice, got it. Let me ask you this. Do you think after the first period you will know who wins the game? No. You don't? I don't. I think it'll be these games will be scoreless. I think the team that scores first wins. Let me ask you this. What what goal lead is insurmountable to Five. come back? <laughs> so four nothing, you're still like there's a chance. Uh I would say four goals, the game's over. Three, they always say the worst lead in hockey is the three goal lead. I don't know why that, that is. It's really weird how I, that yes, works. Out. I know, I know. That doesn't make any sense. I know, but you do hear that from time you to time. Do. I would say a four goal lead, you can start celebrating. Oh. So really, so three nothing after the first period, you're you're still like, okay, they they could You're feeling get... good, but the game's not over. It's 40 minutes to go still. All right. So absolutely not. And unfortunately, the uh, Islanders, Jerry, their season's over. They lost Friday while we Yeah, were... that was a weird one Friday. So Friday night, I was very excited that you had the Islanders and Hurricanes on, and you had the DeGrom against the Yankees on. And so I watched a lot of the Islanders to get started. Then I put the uh, first inning of the Yankee game on. I saw DeGrom just blow away the ball. You know, it was great first first inning. Back to the Islanders, back to the baseball, back to the Islanders. And the game's tied. I'm like, oh, they're, now they're tied 1-1. Now this is anybody's game. You go back, where's DeGrom? He's out. Like, what the hell just happened? That was awesome, by the way. And then I fell asleep. The fact that DeGrom left 50 pitches in. And they put him on the injured list. Get lost. Well, he did get, get lost. lost. He's in- Be a competitor. You lose. So he right. is law. He's in Texas so now. I'm he's so glad he's not here. And so they actually won that game, and then they won Saturday, and then they just smoked the Yankees yesterday. Yeah, that game looked pretty sweet yesterday. You had the Rangers in their. Uh, baby, I knew you were going to love these uniforms. Baby blue uniforms. Yeah. The sun was blaring in Texas, Jerry. It's it looked so wonderful. different. So like when when they have that roof closed, or it's a night game. I don't know. It looks it looks dreary to me. Then I put it on yesterday. I'm like, this looks awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you know, there's the the reflection of the sun off the turf. Also the fact that we were basically going through the end of the world with the monsoon that we had. Yes. It looked nice to see some sunshine on the screen. 
Yeah, but uh, our favorite, Jerry, Nestor Cortez, just was terrible. He's walking dudes, yeah. giving up grand slam, uh-huh. giving up back-to-back and a belly-to-belly. Yeah. Not good. No. What was the final? 15-2. 15-2. It should have been 15-1. to one. The uh, Rangers had a problem getting the final out. They had two outs, nobody on in the uh, in the ninth. I was listening to John just because I thought this would be fun. And it was John almost sounded like, can we just end this yes, already? Of course, yeah, right. <laughs> like, what's Let's the get point? out of here. I know. But then again, that, but you never know because if you look at the White Sox who had lost, I don't know, nine in a row, eight, whatever the hell it was. They were on this big losing streak. They're losing to the Rays in the bottom of the ninth inning. You figure, right, this is over again. And they score seven runs to beat them. Like, you just, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. All you need is a rally, Jerry. Do you realize how far back the Yankees are on the division right now? Because the Rays are so good? Yeah. Well, how far back are they? We're one month. Take a guess. We're one month into the season. Let's say they're nine games back. They're eight. Eight games back. Eight games out after April. That's hard to do. That is hard to do. But the other team, you know, the Rays have just been dominating. Right. And the Yankees have been very average. Up and down. They're a 500 team, essentially. 15 and 14. Yeah, so this road trip, Jerry, I'm just doing the math on this. Uh, Yankees are went 2 and 5. Yeah, not a good road trip. And we don't know if Aaron Judge is going to well, hit the injured list. Uh, they're going to reevaluate him today. I think, Again. I think he's going on the I.L. Well, you asked me that Friday. I thought yeah. he'd be put on the I.L. this weekend. Yeah. So I think today he probably ends up there. Retro to whenever... The injury was discovered. What do you get? There's a 10-day IL. There's a 15-day IL. Well, it also is there. Uh, I don't know. 60. Why there used to just, be a 60-day. Why can't you just put anymore. a guy on the IL until he's ready to come back? Why do you have, have to spend to... a specific amount of time on it? Why do you it's a clarify? good player movement. Bringing oh. a guy. By the way, your guy from the Pirates. Up and down. Yeah. Now, he got his hits, so that's kind of neat. And then he was some guy. He got two hits Saturday in the game. Yeah. And then got sent down Sunday. He was so excited, too. Yeah. And rightly so. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, then sent down. And David Peterson was sent down. Yes. You saw that with the Mets. I did see that. And we were wrong. Verlander was not in Lakeland. It was Binghamton. Yes. Damn. Yeah. That would have been neat. So he'll be back. Then you had um, Max Scherzer, who was yep. supposed to pitch, but because the, the Mets got r- rained out. Like today like, would have been the day. Yeah. So the Mets got rained out Saturday? And Sunday. And Sunday. They played a five-inning game Friday, rained out Saturday, rained out yesterday. So now today we get two Yankee games. I'm sorry, Mets games. Yes, one and four, straight doubleheader. This is one of those, if you've got the day off or some time, go out to City Field because there will be nobody there at 1 o'clock, and then you get to stay for the second game too. What do you know of this pitching matchup, Jerry, for 1 o'clock? Braves are throwing out Spencer Strider. Yeah, this is not a good matchup for the Mets. And the Mets are throwing a fella out there named Denny Reyes. Denny. Denny. <laughs> Denny's Reyes. Yeah. Denny. Denny's. Denny's. Yeah. There's no S. S Denny. Denny Reyes. Denny Reyes. It's, but it's not Denny. <laughs> That's what you think, Jerry. <laughs> Denny Reyes. <laughs> and then Tyler McGill for the later game. Yeah. Uh, Yankees. Got and he's the boy, Charlie Morton yeah. for the Braves. Is that right? Charlie Morton in game two. What would it take to get you to City Field for a straight doubleheader? Zero. This <laughs> is not happening. Ten thousand dollars. Just not <laughs> ten thousand. <laughs> yeah, that I would do it for ten thousand. Do it. <laughs> I wouldn't go for a thousand dollars right now. You wouldn't. I don't think I would. Boy, that first game would be, be no one it's there. So be easy to me. get in. But if I had to go and and be there for the two straight games and have to get home. How about this? Oof. The two straight games, but you can leave in the sixth inning of the second game because you already watched one full game. No, that is that is right in the dead of uh, Rush traffic. hour. <laughs> oh, forget it. 
That'd be terrible. <laughs> that would be awesome to have a video camera on you. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, can I get out of here now? That would be great. By the way, the uh, White Sox broadcaster Steve Stone had to come out and apologize. What did he do? Well, he was uh, talking about pitcher Lance Lynn, who's mm-hmm. uh, a thicker fella, Jerry. Yeah. And I guess he's had some injuries, con- injury uh, situations uh, with his legs and things. And uh, broadcaster Steve Stone suggested that he try, uh, try to eat some salad instead. <laughs> so he had to so apologize p- for people that. People were upset. Hey, fatty, mix it a salad, will you? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> he didn't even say it mean. He was just like, hey, man, this guy should start eating salad. He's just a big guy, and it's bo- and it's affecting his pitching. Yeah, I guess you can't say that anymore. You can't do that anymore, Jerry. No, and Mike Shannon passed away. Who's this? Long-time Cardinals broadcaster. Oh, I love the Cardinals, too. Yeah. And player I saw. He was even in a World Series, I He believe. was one of the first guys... As a intern back in the day in early 1997. Yeah. I a very distinctive voice. Remember cutting those highlights for around Major League Baseball segment for Mets Extra. <laughs> and I remember Mike Shannon, we used to, they were good. We used to get a lot of Mike Shannon clips. And yeah, so he passed away. So there you go. It's a couple of announcer stories. Was he still doing games? He wasn't still I don't think so. I, I don't know that. I mean, no, these baseball Louis. guys, they hang around forever. I mean, Bob Euchre's in his 90s still yes. doing games. So, And what's John in his 80s, correct? Correct. So I don't know if he was or yeah. he wasn't, but I did see that he did pass away. So that's sad, too. Rest right, in peace, right, Jerry? I saw you tweet about that the other day. Yes. How <laughs> else would you like them to rest? Is that what you tweeted? No, I was just like, what... Re- that's a weird thing to say. Yes, of course, rest in peace. But what did you tweet, though? That what else, what's the alternative? <laughs> and I got a lot of uh, rotten hell, which I wasn't looking for. Did you really? Yeah, that's what a lot of people <laughs> that's rough. mentioned to me. All right, 537, quick break. We're that close to Boomer and Geo. Come on Monday, right here on The Fan. All right, Monday morning, wake up. We start a new week. I promise the weather's going to be better. It has to be than what we had this weekend. We've got a lot of baseball. We've got basketball. We've got a game seven tonight. The NFL draft. It is amazing how not into the NFL draft I was this weekend. Yeah, uh, like we said, not a lot of buzz, not a lot I know, of big games. I know, but I thought when it started, maybe, maybe I'd have some interest. None. Zilch. No, no interest. None. Well, a couple interesting things, Jerry. All the, right. the Steelers drafted Joey Porter. I thought that was cool. Kid. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Would you say it's cool or pretty cool? I thought it was pretty cool. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. How about this one, Jerry? I thought this was... Th- now, this one, uh, that was pretty cool. I think this was pretty good. Pretty cool, Jerry. Uh, the Cowboys drafted the son of their assistant director of college scouting. I saw it. Vaughn, cool. right? Is that his last name? Mm, what are you saying? Was it Vaughn? Vaughn, yeah, I think it was Vaughn. I saw that too. Very neat. That's pretty cool. Uh, very neat. Now yes. we don't know if that's going to work out. Yeah, it's no pretty idea. cool. I mean, a lot of these draft picks don't work out. Yeah, actually, most of them don't. That's correct. Most of them don't. But but there are a couple cool stories for one day. It's very. I also saw the Giants invited a Division three, like one of the top players in Division three college football, to like a tryout. What is his that's position? Neat Do you remember? Too. I did. I don't know. I'm not sure. I just saw it. I saw them tweeted or something. 
That's pretty good. So that's kind of a neat that weekend is neat. thing. Yeah, that's a nice thing. To, that's a nice call to get. It was also pretty cool. The Jets traded for Aaron Rodgers last week. That was really cool. Jerry. <laughs> that was probably the coolest thing before and you the draft. said. I saw on the show sheet May 11th. You think is the NFL release uh, the schedule release? Yeah, that's what I saw a story on. I think it was on Pro Football Talk, maybe right. that they think uh, May 11th is because that's the next big thing for the NFL. The the schedule release, which they make a whole whole big. Prime so that would be next about. Thursday night. Next Thursday night. See, that's good for me because that's when all of a sudden my fall comes into focus. On the schedule, you start yes. to look at you go, okay, where am I Correct. going? Where are the Cowboys playing? Yes, that, and then I need the Rutgers schedule, and then all of a sudden I can now make my vacation plans. Perfect. To see how many days I need. Yeah, and it's great for Jets and Giants fans. They look around, they go, yeah. where am I making a road trip? Well, and especially this year, the Jet that yes, but also how many primetime games are we going to see the Jets in? And the Giants should have a handful more now yes. because they were a playoff team last year. Now the one now it's bad for us because uh, Ugh, it's terrible. Uh, it's bad for our sleep patterns. But like last year, there were a number of weeks when the Giants and Jets both played at one o'clock. Yes, that's no good for us either. So this will definitely give us some. They should be staggered more. Some stat, yeah. Plus the other cool thing, if you're looking at a sports radio content situation, mm-hmm. if you've got the Jets in prime time a lot, and then the Giants will get a couple. They'll be those next mornings can be focused on one true team, uh, and then the other mornings, uh, you know, either the Jets or the Giants. Sure, like if you get the Jets twice on Thursday night football and twice on Monday night football, right then and there, you've got four, you know, days where it's solely the focus on them, and yeah, conversely for the Giants too. Right, but you're right to probably get a, a Sunday night football. Which do you think the NFL prefers most to give a a huge game to? National game four o'clock on a Sunday to mm-hmm. one of the CBS or Fox, or the Sunday night game, or the Thursday night game, or the Monday night game. Who gets priority, Jerry? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. I think we could start by saying Monday night I football. Think they're gets, all Monday night gets football is probably the fourth of the four. Yeah. I would think. And so they're last. And oddly enough, I would say the Sunday four twenty five one would be third from the standpoint of you're always going to get a good 425 game on Sunday. It's just the way it is because you got multiple games every week. Right, you only have to pick the best one. Sure. Right. So they're going to want that to be great, but I think by process of elimination it's going you're going to have a great one no matter what. So you don't have to be specific so on So you're talking scheduling. about do they what do they care more about? Yeah. Thursday night football or Sunday night football? I've got to think it's Sunday night football cuz didn't that start before Thursday night? Yeah. But I also start to think like do they feel like they – because remember last year, Al Michaels and Thursday Night Football on Amazon felt like they got a lot of crummy games. Yeah. Are they going to try to – is this a make-good season? But, again, and now I'd have to go back – and I don't remember the schedule top – I'd have to go back and look at the Thursday Night Schedule. Did that schedule look crappy when the season <laughs> began, or did it become crappy because of the way the season went? I think it became crappy. I think you're That's right. That's the problem. Right. Right. You, like, they probably threw the Broncos on there a couple times thinking, yeah. hey, Russell Wilson – Right, 100%. And how did that go? Not well. That would be like putting the Jets on Thursday Night Football this year three times, and Aaron Rodgers is either terrible or gets hurt, and the Jets are a bad football team, and you're like, oh, Al Michaels complaining about bad games again. Yeah. But when the schedule's done, they look pretty damn good. Right. And that the Bronco one is the perfect example because I think they had one in December that was a dog of a game. Yeah. A it's real dud, Jerry. Yeah, it's kind of what happens. Uh, then Will Levis finally got drafted. Yeah, what, Titans? Titans. Ooh, okay. The good news for him is I think one of the games this year, they're wearing those old Oiler uniforms, so that's pretty cool. If I mean, he plays. Get, 
Yeah, you got to lose. You got to. I'd go to the coach right now and be like, listen, you got to suit me up for the Oiler game. I don't care if I'm playing. Oh, no, I no, can't I meant, be. I meant play. I can't be like nah, not be dressed. On this. No, no, he'll be dry. I'm sure he'll be dressed. I but hope I, so. I would. I'm talking about playing. Say, give me one snap, coach. One snap. What is he, Rudy? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Give me one snap in these Oiler, in these Oiler unis. You see that girlfriend of his? She's not going to stand for one snap. No. She's no, expecting she big things out of her man. Oh, absolutely, Jerry. I did you see the quote? I felt I really felt bad for him on Friday when he didn't get drafted Thursday night. Did yeah. you see the quote that surfaced of him from a month ago? No. Basically saying, I really need to know if I'm going to be drafted in the first round. Otherwise, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be the guy that's on camera waiting and waiting and gets stuck for the next day. And that's what he became. Yeah. Like he really feel terrible for him. But then I also saw the video of when he was picked by the Titans, and he was very overcome with emotion. Good for him. Which was great, because I didn't want him to be soured. You don't want to be a sure. sour puss when you uh, get drafted. Maybe he becomes the next Boomer Esiason. A little chip on his Got shoulder. Got passed Jerry. over in the first, in, uh, first, I mean, first round and becomes maybe a Hall of Fame quarterback. The other thing that came out of the draft here, I want to play this for you, is uh, Anthony Richardson. I, and right now it's um, it's um, he's going to the Colts, yeah? I believe so, yes. Anthony Richardson, quarterback. Uh, so they were on NFL Network okay. uh, with his mom and his little brother, who's 13 years old. Mm-hmm. This is according to everything I'm reading. The brother's 13 years old. He's got a smooth, s- smooth adult voice, Jerry. Okay. And a neck tattoo. Okay. At 13? At 13. Wow. So let me play for you, Jerry, the smooth sounds of Anthony Richardson's... Um, 13-year-old brother, uh, Fetty's got me potted up there. It goes like this. And little brother over there, what do you think of this? This is pretty special. This is this is very special to me. I mean, especially because I look up to him as much, and I've always wanted to be like him. So, You're sort of war- wearing similar <laughs> outfits, right? Enjoy every minute. This one's checking himself out in the mob. Yeah, so that's the kid, Jerry. What a smooth-sounding voice. Very much so. He sounds like, like someone adult. that was drafted himself. Yeah, he sounds like a 22-year-old. No, I will say he's uh he's doesn't have the size of Anthony Richardson, so I don't know oh, that. He's 13. He'll, that's true. He is 13. Smooth. How do you get a neck tattoo at 13? I don't that's know. That's wild. Yeah, you have to go in there with your mom or your dad? I don't know. Like would a tattoo artist give a tattoo to a 13-year-old? Like no, if but, my son walked in there at 13 right now, they'd do it? No, but maybe his smooth adult <laughs> voice. He was like, "You had like a neck tattoo." How you doing? How does it now? Does he look mature? He does. So he could pass for someone that's eighteen uh, with that voice. I think so. That's interesting. Yeah. You want to get a neck tattoo this weekend? I do not. <laughs> I do not want to get a neck tattoo. That would be hilarious. But he was like, he was like really feeling himself. This little brother getting a little TV time. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Look very well dressed as well, Jerry. When we come back, the big story that Al saved to lead into the Boomer and Geo program. Jerry, I'm out of big stories. No, you're not out of big stories. You left the biggest one of the hour. So we'll do that next and then Boomer and Geo. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence talking playoffs. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Solving city traffic issues. I know you saved this big story for last. What do you got? Well, I don't have any time, Jerry. You got plenty of 14 seconds. I've just been told I was uh, crazy, being uh, very uh, crazy about my Uber ride Saturday night. (laughs) You? I find that hard to believe. God, it doesn't sound like me. 
Yeah. It just doesn't sound like something I would uh, be upset about. Jared? I got told by more than five people. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.